What's a rapper's favorite type of sauce? I don't know. My red dad raw? <laughs> something like that. It was something like that. It was something like that. Dude, that was awesome. I forget oh, what he give said. Oh, give me a bump on that one, brother. That, that was. That one, I stole. I stole that. One. So, <laughs> so it, he had a couple. Like, it was in, it was like a buildup to, to what he had. So oh, that's good. that is so funny and classic, dude. <laughs> All right, so is this like for real? We pausing for for, pause. for real? Go. Well, no, this the, there's no test runs. This is <clears throat> well, because like the technically producer Eric. I like adding all this fun stuff on the beginning. Not all of it, maybe, but some of it. Just okay. So, all right, F official start. Twenty second pause. Hello, this is Foster and Friends. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> hey, everyone, this is Foster and Friends. My name is Brent Foster. I'm the host of the show, obviously. And I am here with one of my really good friends, Derek Gillum. Welcome, hey. Derek, to the show, bro. Hey, glad to be here. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna what we're going to do uh, in today's session is find out more about Derek and his story. And we're going to laugh a little bit. We are going to get serious and talk about real life stuff, but we're also just going to have lots of fun over the next like 30 to 40 minutes, 50 minutes, maybe one hour. If we decide to include just the craziness that wild, just happened. Yeah. yeah. Cause things get wild and crazy in here and in the house. And I'm just so blessed to have this brother here. Uh, <clears throat> I'll just start out by saying that I love you, man. And I really appreciate you, dude. Uh, there's something that Derek will talk about a little bit, but uh, dad camp, I was able to take my daughter to dad camp uh, down at Flat Rock in Indiana, and it was such an amazing time. And I'm the reason why I'm talking about that is because I got to see Derek in action, man. <laughs> and there's this thing that all you dads out there got to do. You got to sign up for dad camp, number one. And I'll, I'll reiterate this later, but you straight up got to do guerrilla wars with your kid. Got to do And then against other people. And their kids. Yeah. And <laughs> boo tall people is something that I get <laughs> a, a lot yes. of, a lot now. Oh, My wow. daughter's like, boo tall people. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, great. That means you can check it out later. But we'll, we'll dive into it. But um, I just want to start out by saying how awesome Derek is. I got to meet him uh, at the first time I actually met Derek was at a leadership um, uh, a leadership meeting prior to a fight club round earlier this year where you came in like 20 minutes late and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And we just waited for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and I, I got to sit at the same table as him. And ever since then I've, I've grown to love this dude. He's a authentic, real honest guy and he's got a sense of humor. So I think you, so. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll find we'll out. Yeah. But um, for those of you who don't know Derek, I'll introduce him this way. Uh, he wrote up some stuff. I wrote up some stuff. Uh -oh. I actually printed his <laughs> LinkedIn. Oh, good. You know, yeah. So then I go, it's oh, well, man. let's see. Professionally, let's see here. 
let's start back uh, on his LinkedIn page, which is hilarious. You can learn a lot about people when you pull up their LinkedIn you and can. print it off. And so stuff you maybe didn't know. And so Indiana University Bloomington, a BA, criminal justice and corrections? Go Hoosiers, yes. What? Yeah, interesting story to, there. Really? For sure. How in the world? Yeah, it, it started out, uh, I was in an accounting major. And so I was wanting to go to IU, you know, the Kelly School of Business, really yeah. prestigious in Indiana. And yeah. um, I actually moved from Lafayette, where Purdue is located. And yeah. I saw the light, so I had <laughs> I had to move to Bloomington. And so I moved to Bloomington and uh, started out an accounting major. And, and you know, through a series of, of unfortunate events or, or fortunate events, I'd say now, as, as I look back on it, uh, got saved in college. And it really changed my heart from this selfish nature of, of wanting to just be an accountant at a big firm and make a lot of money. Yeah. And in, in back in the day, a Jaguar yeah. was my favorite car. And I Jaguar or Jaguar? Jaguar. Yeah. You said it yeah, much I more. Said Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I say it the hillbilly style. Jaguar. Uh, I just wanted yeah. to drive a white Jaguar. And so that's what I said in my yearbook. You know, they, they put your picture, you can give a quote. And I just, I wanted to be an accountant driving a, a big fancy white Jaguar and, mm-hmm. But then I got saved, and that really just changed my heart. Yeah, to then wanting to just help others, help people, and so uh, I diverted my my studies to criminal justice, and uh, it's been a good journey ever since. And and while I'm not in the criminal justice field any longer, or system, uh, or system, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you printed my LinkedIn profile versus my criminal file. Your my uh, case, so, I yeah. didn't go into yes. my case to check Thank you out. Goodness, yes, <laughs> no. so, you might have found something here. There. A traffic uh, ticket. <laughs> Don't worry, it's expunged, right? Uh, uh, it's past the statute of limitations, limitations so yeah. I'm all good. Cool. Uh, so is, I don't think the, anybody's kicking down the door while we're here t- today. Let's so. hope not. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> business and then criminal justice, and kind of jumped right out, jumped right out of college, and was a probation officer. Uh, mm-hmm. Then then went uh, to, at the Marion community, like a, yeah, went to Mar- community corrections then as yeah. well, and then went through the sheriff's uh, academy here in Marion nice. County. Dude, and, awesome. Uh, stayed with the county for seven years mm-hmm. and then um, made a jump uh, to the private uh, business world yep. and uh, connected with my good friend Jeff Williams and, and joined his company. And yeah. Kind of did a, a good 10-year stretch there. Yep. Got called to dad camp. Yep. Uh, did a good stretch there. Then now I'm back in the business world uh, at, at my current company, Spry. Spry. Yeah. Dad camp, Spry. <clears throat> that is awesome, man. There, there's some stuff in there I did not know. There's one thing you missed, though. It says play ball Indiana as a baseball coach. Yeah. And you're currently a baseball coach for, for your sons, right? I am. I've, How, I've, how's that going? It's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. World Series champs, you know, state <laughs> champs, uh, undefeated. My kids are uh, 12 and 10, and they, they're getting drafted already. So. Oh, right. oh, man, they're, yeah. they're getting cross-checkers calling them right now. They, <laughs> yes. They're like, man, we got to watch those Gillum boys. That's right. They're on some. What positions some do they play? Somewhere. Oh, shortstop. Sh- shorts. Well, yeah. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. No. Short. That's yeah. Pitch, no. It's it, it is fun. I've had a good a <clears> good. Um, I had to hang up my playing days. I had uh, two fractures in my vertebrae. Uh, oh. In in when high did school. That yeah, high school. high school. So uh, I was a wrestler as well, but I, I hung up my cleats uh, because of my injuries. And your speedo or your onesie. <laughs> 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 Not a onesie or a speedo, a singlet. A sing- they call it a singlet. A sing- yeah, <laughs> a singlet. That's, That's good. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah. there's so the, I, I there's wore, the comic yeah, yeah. relief. I'm sorry. 
In my yes, let's not even talk about singlets or speedos or or onesies. I've, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's get back to coaching. <laughs> so, uh, as soon as I got done with college, I started I started coaching at a, at a high school here in Indiana, mm. and I've coached uh, at a couple of different high schools through the through the time. But now that my my boys have grown up and, and I'm able to coach them, I, I I'm I'm doing that now. So yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, I'm a baseball guy too. I love the game, love yeah. the sport, and uh, <clears throat> and I don't have sons, so I'm gonna live through you and Zap and a bunch of other dudes on the baseball thing. So like, if it's really hard for when baseball's on, and I want to like watch baseball, talk baseball. I can't. Well, in my house, can it's, I do a? It's, you know, I need to be adopted. If you if you <laughs> want some baseball in your life, yeah, how do um, I do that? I'm actually looking for one more assistant coach. So I think Zap is seed. too. And oh well, yeah. I wish I could get Zap <laughs> to to work with me. Yeah. Maybe maybe not. You know, there'll be a time so, I think we we work together. Yeah. So. so so I've I've told like if if it works out with the schedule, then then yeah, okay. I'll do it. You're in. Yeah, but okay. I'm not gonna take time away from the girls to do that a whole lot. I'll okay. do a little. Bring them. I could bring them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then yeah, they yeah. can be part of like the team hitting yes. balls and stuff, throwing. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. make some like, baseball players out of them. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. That's a deal. How so, would yeah. you feel though? How would you mm. feel? I, I know your relationship with Zap, but how would you feel, <clears throat> you know, beating him, competing against him? And, and, you know, at the end of the game, you have to shake his hand and say, we got gotcha. It would be an honor. Amazing. Wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just think about and that feeling. All right? y'all, yeah. y'all can't see it, but he's off camera, just go, shaking his head, probably throwing stuff, <laughs> probably going, man, wh- I'm leaving. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then what he'll do is he'll pay me more because I'm going to broker yeah. myself out here. He'll That's pay good, me yeah. more, and then and then you'll, I'll get to shake your hand at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and he's be, got a good team. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you might be on the winning side uh, oh, if, you join, pff, his, if you join his we'll team. We'll see. So. We'll see. All right. No, yeah. no that sounds like – Sounds awesome. So, <clears throat> something here. Three words that describe Derek are faith, family, friend. Three Fs. Yeah, that's awesome. That's per- that's beautiful. Married sixteen years. What's your wife's name? Holly. <clears throat> Holly. She always says Holly with a Y. Holly with a Y. Yes. Clarification statement. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, two sons. <laughs> two yes. <laughs> two sons. <laughs> Uh, baseball fanatic and lover of the outdoors. So outdoors. Yeah. Tell me all about it. What, what do you like out outdoors wise, man? Shoot. Yeah. My, my first probably, I mean, I've always grown up outside, mm. um, always been outside. And, uh, there was a time when I was a kid that, you know, I'd just be outside shirt off running uh, all summer long, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, and I would just get the kind of the deepest, darkest tan. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was just, I've had, I've had that type of, of, olive skin from, from my family. And mm. I've always been outside, but one of the markers, uh, that really kind of probably sunk this, this idea in was when I was a teenager, about mm-hmm. 15, mm-hmm. My, my stepdad actually took me out West. We went to Wyoming and, uh, we backpacked, we, you know, we parked, we had everything we needed. Yep. Uh, we jumped in the mountains for yep. eight days and, and trekked through and climbed some peaks and, wow. you know, got uh, packed up every night, moved to, you know, Moved to the next uh, spot we were going to camp, and uh, just this backpacking journey through the mountains at, at 15, and just that whole trip, I was just like, ah, oh, man, this is God's, cre-. you know, I'm from Indiana, I'm born and raised in Indiana, right. 
it's flat. And while there's the change of seasons, you get to experience all four seasons here. And, and I, I do appreciate that. But just kind of seeing the beauty that's out there and mm-hmm. just outdoor, I was like, all right, I, I'm locked in. And this is, this yeah. is, I want more of this. So, amen, dude. Yeah. And so on that, on that trip, <clears throat> I bet that w- that's a special moment to be with your dad doing that in the mountains and sure. some things that you learn about yourself and about him, probably some opportunities to have some dialogue. Yeah. It was good. It was just me and him, and uh, just I, I've got the picture. We climbed this this one mountain, Mount Fremont, uh-huh. and I, I still have that picture yeah. uh, of that mountaintop mm. just in a frame at my office. So yeah, and that was that was a lot of years ago. So. Yeah, <clears throat> well, that's a lot like life: peaks and valleys, right? Yep. Uh, you've got celebrations and trials and difficulties. Great joy in life when. And so this is something that. Um, I know about Derek too, and what drives him, uh, make people, uh, when, when people make the connection of God interacting in their daily lives, yeah. when you when, see God working yeah. in and through the lives of guys and they're able to share life and stuff like that. Well, it then when just, yeah, I, I feel like I recognize it, but when, when an individual makes that connection that this is God, like mm-hmm. this is God in my life, or this is God in their life, like just to see God in action day to day is, is when I can see somebody else make that connection, it's just like, there's nothing more uh, joyous to me than to see somebody else make that connection and, and have their eyes uh, opened up or, or even just more focused on Jesus. Amen, dude. That, I feel, I feel, I, I share that same sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> being born and raised in Oregon and living out in California, you, when you get out in nature too, when you talk about nature, I, I just love nature. I, I didn't, I, being outside in the Cascade mountain range or hiking into a mountain lake or <clears throat> experiencing the river or the ocean and all that stuff is so big and so majestic and so massive that you're like, there, there has to be a creator to all of this. Yeah. It's not just, we just came out like we were formed out of thin air and this, yeah. it just is karma and it just works out that we evolved yeah. from ice crystals or something like it's ridiculous. Like, really think about it, look at the cosmos and stuff like that and put it in perspective. But there's probably, to your point, nothing greater than seeing somebody see Jesus, see God and have their lives changed and have them pivot and have, and then communicate that experience back to you later. Even if it, if, even if you were just one little moment along the way, right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do you have any, like anything that pops out to you and an experience of that? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I Even think, for yourself, like you mentioned, you came to Christ like yeah, back in college. Share, yeah. I, I want to hear that. Those yeah. Things, yeah. Yeah. And so go ahead now though, I'd say, I'd say we we've done, um, I, I did a, a men's retreat. It, it was a extreme character challenge. It's a, it's a XCC through 4M. It's a, yeah, it's a men's ministry. Me. And, I, yeah. uh, we did kind of a, uh, a backpacking trip down to the Red River Gorge in, in Kentucky. And one of the things, you know, I, I always try, anytime I'm doing something, yeah. I, I always try to, what is my takeaway? Mm-hmm. Anytime I go to try to grow in some way, what is my takeaway? Sure, there's a lot of things that you may experience and, and learn and be opened up to, but I always try to come away with something tangible that, mm. that hey, I, this can impact my life. If I just make this one change or two, sometimes I'll, I'll go to even three, but uh, the two changes that, that come out of my X, XCC weekend, one was I've got to get outside. That's, mm. that's when I can connect the most with God and just be in nature and just be still and be quiet and be listening and, mm-hmm. and just can. So 
that that's a, why I also love the outdoors because I love just spending that time and and connecting with God. Uh, but yeah, I've made that connection because prior to getting saved, yeah, in, in college, I would I would have said I'm an atheist. Yeah, would have asked me, uh, you know, even from elementary, middle, high school, and moving into college, I, I would have said that. And I don't know if I was just more of a, a defiant type of of kid. Well. You're not going to tell me what to do or, you mm. know, I, I, I noticed a flag is behind me. And yeah. I remember in elementary school, I, I wouldn't say the Pledge of Allegiance because it said one nation under God. And I'm like, I'm not saying that because I don't even believe in God. So yeah. I just kind of took this defiant type hey, of— Hey, Kaepernick. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. You were, and, you were what, way before that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. He took a page out of my playbook, <laughs> so— uh, but then in college, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm this atheist, and and I'm in college, and mm. my life is is not heading in a direction. You know, it was heading in a direction, but I'd say the wrong direction. Right. And there was just some unique uh, times where God really revealed Himself to me in a real way. And mm. and w- one of those one of those is at the time when I'm probably at my darkest, right? It's it's probably my darkest time in life. I know I need help. Yeah, I, I know this. Just in, in, internally, instinctively, this isn't who I want to be. Mm. This isn't the path that I want to keep taking. And and, and it's not like I called out to God. I, I I didn't go seek God to to pull me out of that. I I wasn't a believer at that point. Um, so I went and I knew this this lady that could help me. She was my my counselor. I had a uh, uh maybe a rough child, not a rough childhood, but just some some mental issues that I had to deal with uh, mm-hmm. as I was growing up, my parents being divorced and, and living with my mom. And just, there was probably a lot there that yeah. I had never known my parents to, to be married, but um, yeah. I, I knew she could help me. She had helped me kind of get me on track uh, when I was a kid. So now I'm about 20 years old in yeah. college. I'm supposed to be down at IU studying. Yeah. The semester started in uh-huh. August, right? It's probably uh, October, mm-hmm. September, October. I'm in Indianapolis partying at friend's house. I'm not even in Bloomington, <laughs> in my apartment that uh-huh. my parents are paying for. Yeah. Right. So my life is I'm in Indianapolis sleeping on a buddy's couch partying. And not I'm, where you're supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Just the Man. just the darkest place I could be. Yeah. And um and I but I, I just reached that point where I needed help. Mm-hmm. So I, I left my buddy's house. Yeah. I walked to her office. Uh-huh. I walked probably seven hours that day to get to her office. I didn't want anybody to help me. I didn't, I just, it was just this journey I had to go on to get uh, out of this darkness. Wow. So I go there, I knock on her door. Wow. She's not there. Yeah. Devastated. <laughs> I like, bet. I just did all just, of this. Just, I'm running, I'm so like you, trying to get help. Seven hours? Yeah. Okay. Just walk. I, I, I mean, wanted to make sure I heard that right. Yeah. Seven hours. I walked, I woke up, started walking to her office, <clears throat> made it there in the afternoon. She's not there. Good Lord. So I end up, uh, knocking, not there. I end up calling my buddies. Hey, I need hey. to picked up. Yeah. And they got to drive. <laughs> they got to drive and go get me. Yeah. So they drive and get me. And then that that night, you know, stay at their house again that night. And uh, while I was there, I, I left a note on her her door. Okay. Uh, and just said, Hey, say? it's Derek Gillum. Uh-huh. That's my name. And uh, please give me a call. I need help. Mm. And I just stuck wow, it there. Man, that's and so that's... the next day. Yeah. The next day, I am. I'm sitting at my buddy's house, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm kind of waiting on her to call me. Mm-hmm. And I I just remember almost being still, and I'm not calling out to God at this point, right? I, I'm not even a believer in God at this point, but I'm just sitting on the couch and I'm thinking, 
man, I just need her to call. Yeah. I just, I just need her to call. And so kind of the day's going and it kind of, I got still and that thought crossed my mind, man, I just need her to call. And not a second later, the phone rings. And so I'm thinking like, how does this thought drop into my head? Like, I just need her to call. And immediately, I'm literally saying immediately the phone rings. Yeah. That's not coincidence. That, no. There's something around that that just can't be like. It's not coincidence. Yeah. It, for sure. So that was yeah. one of the moments where I'm like, hmm, all right. That was that was interesting. It doesn't always happen, but like you walked seven hours. It didn't happen when you thought it would, but then no. it happened in the 11th hour when you weren't expecting it necessarily, but then it hits you and there's this call. Yeah. Okay. What happens? Well, uh, so yeah, so then she she says, "Hey, she's like, hey, yeah. see ya." No, no, she actually, yeah, that was that was the day where my path changed wow. to to get back on track to what what I needed. So I took that semester off of school, mm. uh, got got kind of cleaned up, uh, yep. uh, and then re enrolled back in school that next January semester. But that moment was just like something unique about that. Like, man, there's something bigger that just happened there. Than what I believe in, like right. it's it's not. I didn't control it. I didn't do it. The universe itself wouldn't kind of do something like that. So it was really to me, and I as I reflect on it now, that was God just showing me, hey, I'm real. Yeah, and let me show you some cool things mm-hmm. I can do. Mm-hmm. And and so that was one of the moments and markers of my life where God really started to show me, hey, I'm real. And I'm real, so, and I'm here, and I know about yep. you, and I care about you, and. Like what I hear when I hear this story is there's a process leading up to that moment too. It's not like he wasn't in the process leading sure. up to the moment. For sure. Right? It happened and he, he actually was in all of it. Yeah. And even in the party and he was kind of like, well, dude, I got to let you yeah. get to that rock bottom moment. So I, yeah, yeah. I, obviously I think, yeah, he, he knows, he knows the path and he knows how he's going to show me, how he's going to kind of open my eyes, mm. uh, unharden my heart, whatever, whatever right. you want to say, yep. to to really let him in and experience him. And and so he did that, and I'm mm. like, hmm. So over that next couple of months, I just start stewing on that and, and camping on that and then uh, becoming saved right after that. So Yeah, dude, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Is that no, that's good. So like uh, you love nature and stuff, and I can't help but just ask the obvious question. Sure. This is an obvious question. Everybody who Why do I smell this bad? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. I I wish I would have worn my like <laughs> my perfect flannel from whatever the company yeah. is that does the perfect flannel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but the beard. Yes. Yeah, tell me about the beard a little bit. Yours is going well so far. Dude, it's, I like it's yours. going all right. all right. I mean, it's I, I don't know. I had someone call me, dude, you have a ginger beard. I'm like, am I supposed to be offended I, by that? No. Gin- it's, a no. It's, it's like yeah. red and brown. Red beard. It's a red beard. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a buddy that has a nice pale skin red beard. beard. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that should be my my thing. <laughs> yeah, Monica, it's a t-shirt. Yeah, yes. It's a t-shirt. That's another t-shirt. So yeah, the, the beard. Yeah, um, you raise some money too. I want you to yeah, talk all sure. about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, because that, it's that'd fun. Be, yeah, that'd be great. To, you have the to, best beard, in my yeah. opinion. If I were judging you in a beard Thank competition, yeah. I'd be like Derek. I did do a Fight Club beard competition one time, <laughs> and you? I got second place. You did? Yeah, I did. I got a sleeve of golf balls. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted I'm to be sorry. the champ, but there was another guy with another fantastic. <laughs> he got team. a shield, I'm he sure. Got, yeah, he got something. But they, they, it was rigged. They already knew. They already they knew. Given, yeah. yeah, they knew. Okay. So, so um, yeah. 
But anyway, yeah. So I would normally grow a winter beard out. Right. And, That's me. And so November yeah. 1st, no shave November. I'd, right. I'd hit November 1st until the first day of spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, then then I'd cut my beard off because then it's springtime and, and winter's over. Right. And so I got to that, that no shave November. I started it. Um, and my first kind of big beard was probably five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. I, 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 st- I got to the first day of spring, and I didn't want to cut it off. I wanted to get the yeard. <laughs> Have you heard that? No. Yeah. It's, the yeard? It's a thing? It's a the thing? yeard. The yeard. The yeard, where you grow your beard out for a year okay. without cutting it. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, that sounds like a cool idea. I like my beard. Uh, they need that on the Apple Watch. I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like as a as a medallion you yeah. get or something. Yes, yeah. How many how, how many, many days? How many days? Yeah, yeah go. So, Sorry, I didn't mean it. All good. So uh, <laughs> I got to the yard. So I was like, oh well, this summer I'm not cutting it. So yeah. I got to the yard. Well, then it's it's November first again. Well, I can't cut my beard off. It's the winter now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't shave in November. So I I went through it again till the springtime. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, then I'm like. Let me get the. I don't know what they call it. I think there is. A, I forget the term. There is the a beard. I don't know. The, a two year beard. The there is. A, there. I think there is a term. There's the double year. I don't know what it yeah. is. But I was like, well, I'm just gonna do that again. Right. And so I went ahead and did that. You did two years then. Jeez, dude. And and then that's crazy. That winter approaches. I can't cut my beard off through the winter. Wow. Uh, it's cold. And wow. So kept it till the spring. Yeah. But then, not then, but kind of this whole time, it's this this tension not not a negative tension, but with my wife, right? She she's she would like your beard, like, and my wife would like me to shave it Sha- and yeah. go down and to like she, scruff. Yeah. Can you do scruff? She would like that you too, know, or something. Yeah. But she's okay with me having the winter beard. You know, my daughters. I got her. My daughters this morning because the subject came up, okay. and the, and and my. My wife says, well, I would like for you to look this way. And then my daughters are like, no, yeah. they want me to keep it. Yes. So I'm like, well, you lost. You told the daughters to speak. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I looked at them yeah. and they're just like, no, keep it. Don't shave it. I know. The, yeah, the, the time I did cut my first yeah. long beard off, my sons go, dad, you look better with the beard. So that, oh, I, well. I, I won their hearts over. You didn't. I still haven't won <laughs> my Holly's wife's over wife. yet. Holly's so, heart. So two year, I get yeah. to two years and I roll through the winter. Mm-hmm. And then... She would, you know, she would take pictures of the fam, yeah. and she would post them on Facebook or social media, and a lot of the comments would roll in, and all the comments are, "You still let him have that beard? Why? Why are you letting him have that beard? Man, that beard's long. Man, all these just kind of negative comments about my beard. Yeah, and so they're feeding into her feeling about it, like this negative negativity about the beard, and I just kind of got, all right. Well, you tell whoever's commenting that they want this beard gone. Put their money where their mouth is. Nice. I like that. So I had this idea. Yeah. I'm going to do a fundraiser to right. cut my beard off. Okay. And so I thought, oh, you know, a thousand bucks, I can raise a thousand dollars and I'll cut my beard off. Mm. But then I was like, man, a thousand bucks is pretty easy. I, I, th- I felt like it was at yeah. the time. I was like, ah, oh, I, could, I could probably get some people to come up with a thousand bucks pretty easy. So yeah. then I set the goal at 10,000 bucks. I just said, if I raise $10,000. Wow. I'm going to cut this beard off. Holy smokes. 
So that was like, hey, God's going to have to show up to sure. get $10,000. Uh, yeah, because that's a stretch goal. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's why I did it. I was like, one thousand. <laughs> All right, God, if you if my wife wants this bad enough, uh, or God, you want this to happen, let's raise $10,000 for charity. Yeah. And so my wife was ready to write a $10,000 check <laughs> that day. <laughs> well, thank she's goodness she's like, hey, honey, we have 10000 in our <laughs> yeah, bank account yes. right now, I think. And she, yeah. yeah. Thank goodness I do the finances, <laughs> and she wasn't able to write that yeah. check. But it, there is a funny little story here at the end. Uh, so decided to, to do a fun, like a GoFundMe page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've been building homes in the Dominican uh, every year, and this will actually be uh, my 11th year in a row going to, to build a home for ministry. Yeah, and I want to so, hear a lot about that yeah, too. Yeah, all the, all the so. money decided to go to that ministry. So got, awesome, a, got a link, people donated, uh, and I just kind of so made So you some raised fun it. Of, yeah, raised some, raised, did some fun about it too. Yeah. And said, whoever, whoever... Uh, is the largest donor? Yeah, gets to be the person to to cut my beard off. Really? Yeah. Okay. So just kind of this that's a, challenge. Awesome. So. so and and they did. And how much did they cut off? The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, I went. I went. From, you went from yeah this Gandalf to to, to razor to nothing. To oh nothing. my gosh, to nothing. So. And then you went down and got a headshot. Yes. So you could, and yeah. then you, yeah, you saw, yes, yeah, that's my, I, have I saw that two one professional headshots. I'm like, who is that guy? Yes. One with the beard <laughs> and one, one without the beard. beard. So I've walked into meetings before I'll meet a new, a new person at a coffee shop or something to connect. And I can just tell they're looking for me and they don't know who I am. Cause my LinkedIn profile is, it, is my clean shave. It's a clean like, shave. So, yeah. so, so anyway, yeah. so raised, uh, got to actually 13,000, about $13,500. The stretch yeah, went above. Dude, wow. I kind of had to, That's, I didn't have to shut it up, but I shut it off. I'm like, I'm over 10,000. Wow. My wife wants me to cut it off. I, yeah. I've got, I had people competing then. I had the first guy, he oh donated my. $500. Because he really wanted to be yeah, the one to do it. He was going to be the one. Oh, my But then God. I had a group of guys band together and oh. they gave a thousand bucks. No. And then he's like, wait, I'm not losing this bet. Uh oh. And so he donated another thousand bucks. So he was at fifteen hundred bucks. So just between kind of two people, there was twenty five hundred of 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 my amount. Oh my gosh. But really I just went through all my contacts in my phone and just said, Hey, here's this link. I'm doing this for charity. Yeah. Could you contribute? And ended up, yeah, getting over thirteen thousand dollars. Went to his house, he cut it off and was clean clean faced again. Just until that next November first, right? And and since that November first, uh, I've started this beard. Yes, I, I only did one summer without the beard, right? And so I started it again, uh, and then kind of during that journey, I went to work at Dad Camp. Yes, uh, and then I realized, man, I'm gonna do. I figure I got one more shot at raising, raising some funds. Some months, yeah. I can't just grow a beard, cut it off, keep asking people for for no, fund rate. So no. I figure I got one more shot. Yeah. This um, takes time. Yeah. 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 And so I'm going to do, I'm going to go, now it's it's no shave November, so I certainly can't cut it right now. Right. Uh, So I'm going to go one more winter and start a fundraiser next spring. Yes. And my goal now, God showed up from $10,000 goal to to $13,000. Now my goal is $50,000. $50,000. $50,000. And all the proceeds go to? Dad camp. Dad camp. Yeah. It's going to awesome. be, it, yeah. So, and what a wonderful nonprofit charity. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I certainly love, have a heart for dad camp and, uh, and this tension, yeah, between my wife and, and like, do I love and honor her and just cut it off? Yeah. I, I, I feel that tension. Yeah. Uh, do or, or does she finally accept me for who I am and, and uh-huh. I get to keep my beard? It's just fun tug of war. And, mm-hmm. um, 
I think I've got one more shot at raising some money, and then then I'm sure I I, I probably won't have such a gnarly beard again. Gnarly beard. Just the winter beard. Just the winter beard, which is – I love this story. So I almost want to, like, be like all of you out there that hear this, join the beard club. I don't know if there's a club to raise – to, like, grow your beard and then – that's what it, donate it for charity. Is there one, is there anything I like know, that? But I don't I was know. Going to do that within the dad camp community. There's a lot of dads. Yeah, and there's a lot of beards. There and are. So yeah, I and wanted Fight to, Club too. Yes, that community. That it's be. like, do you have to have a beard to be in Fight Club? That's actually been asked. No, I, you don't. But I want to pass no, the just, baton. Like, yeah. hey, I'm done. This is my. How about you, you now grow a beard? Right. and do it. This worked for me. I think this could work for, for you. Almost past this. Yeah, set of scissors, shears. A, I don't know, like something a, a, like pass the baton right. to a, challenge the next guy, like ice bucket challenge. Some, hey, I'm I'm gonna now you have to do it, right? And you raise fifty thousand for whatever charity, ten or fifty, whatever, whatever it comes on your heart. But you do that for your charity of, of choice and and grow it out. You know, th- this is another at least two years sure. that I've grown this one. Yeah, and so grow your beard out. Don't cut it. Right, raise some money, uh, some funds to yeah. To so, charity, so, so two things. I want to help with strategy with that. So we get guys layering the years. So every year we have somebody that's cutting. Yeah, and so there you go. <laughs> you just go for like, like 20, 30 years until we're old men, and yeah. we're just rotating. There's some nonprofit out. There's no. That's probably no better uh, fundraising strategy than cutting beards off. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I don't have hair, so I can't grow it from the top down. Yeah. I got to go, you know. Yep. Gravity fit, has gravity certainly pulled all the pull. hair to your chin. That's yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> do no you use any that. beard oil? I'm, I've got. I do. Have, you do. I do. Yeah. Every day. How much? Just a little. A, uh, a dollop. Dro- is yeah, it a dollop? I, uh, if that's or, how you would measure it, or is it eye drop? Eye dropper. Yeah, with and some, I just yeah. one pinch, one pinch in my hand. Love it. And then I wash yeah. it about. I wash it. I saw this guy. I went and served in New York City. You I braided it once. You braid it. I, I wash awesome. it about one time a week, uh-huh. and uh, I braid it. I braided it just one time. Yeah. One of my buddy's daughters uh, braided. It was at dad camp. Yeah. It was at your dad yeah, camp. It was. Uh, you braided. Yeah. My buddy Jeremy, his daughter was there, and she braided it. She braided it. Uh, yeah. So that's that was cool. the only time I braided it. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I asked this guy. I saw he he was an amazing. He, we were working in this uh, homeless shelter in New York City, mm-hmm. and this guy walks in. And he, he was he was uh, homeless at the time, and he just had this amazing beard. And I just went up and talked to him, like, man, how is your beard so awesome? Yeah. He goes, I, I just, I don't wash it. I let my own skin, my own oils take care of it. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. And so, it smelled good? I didn't smell it, but it's from a, it looked good. It looked good. Because if so, I eat barbecue or. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I don't like. I was growing my mustache uh, yeah, out too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Raleigh my, finger style, yeah, right? My, yeah. my hairline, my Eric, hairline. Producer Eric has got, yeah. Go ahead. It, my hairline kind of, I was putting wax and kind of pushing my mustache out, combing uh-huh. it, parting it. But my hairline always kind of forced it back into the middle. So that's the only thing I didn't love about my beard is just getting food in it. And so there's probably some birds nesting somewhere. Yeah, some bugs squirrel. But yeah, <laughs> squirrel. Uh, in there. Just getting food, food in it. Yeah. And so I, I actually trim my, my yeah my lip line. Right. So. Same here because I don't yeah. want it like going over my lip line. Yeah, it, yeah that's it really would, annoying. Yeah, yeah so. it's kind of yeah yeah crazy. So we're gonna talk a little bit about dad camp, but before we do, in the spirit of dad camp, yeah. I like to roll in with some dad jokes because you and I tend to just be <laughs> weird, just silly yeah. and yeah. fun, and so. uh 
why don't you start okay. with your dad joke and then we'll go to my dad joke and we'll go back and forth for a little bit. Yeah. So tonight I'm going to this restaurant, but I went to this other restaurant the other day and I walked in and the hostess said, Hey, do you have any reservations? And I said, nah, I'm pretty sure I want to eat here. But I love wait, it, wait, man. Wait, because wait. Oh, uh, then, then yeah. the server, yeah, the server, uh, after okay. my meal was done, the server comes over and he goes, "Hey, do you want a box for your leftovers?" Right. I said, "No, but I'll rest you for them." <laughs> that's bad. yeah. That that, that <laughs> one. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Those are bad. Those are dad I jokes. I love though. them though, Those man. Those are dad jokes. They, oh. they bring a smile to somebody's face. Hey, my my daughter wanted me to say this one because she dropped this one at dad camp on the mic in front of everybody. She goes. So why does a golfer wear two pairs of socks? I know this one. Why though? Why? Because in case he gets a hole in one. Yeah. yeah what? Yes. One. Yep. That's right. That's a good. That, one. That's it. I mean, that's a, it's that's it's the good. I go dad joke. Andy Babes, way to go. And when your when your kids are telling dad jokes, then you know you've made it. Oh yeah, dad. you've achieved something. <laughs> yes. Something like you've made it to the the precipice of dadhood. Just a reminder, though. Really, though. Dadum is dad dad. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah, we say this a lot at Dad Camp. Your voice, you're on, you know, aside from dad jokes, a serious moment. Yeah. Your voice in the life of your child is the strongest, mm. most powerful voice that they're going to hear. So mm -hmm. when they hear you tell bad dad jokes and they repeat them, yeah. can, that just, you know, carries on that it, idea. It does. And comic relief is like the best because the world is hard as <laughs> yes. it is. So uh, I got to go with this one. Dad, or uh, how does a priest... Make holy water. How does a priest make holy water? He boils the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That That's is good. good. Yes. Yeah. That, That's a good one. You see this priest back behind, behind I, the curtain oh, somewhere yeah. at the stove. Like stove, just, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm making holy water. He's yeah. boiling it, man. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how it's happened or how they proclaim it holy, but that, that's a good one. Yeah. I love it. What about I you? Got, what you got? I got it. What about this one? Uh, maybe there's a listener out there. Yeah. What do you call a man with a rubber toe? I don't know, man. Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a listener named Roberto. Yeah, I have a good and he's like, Roberto. oh, I like that <laughs> yeah, one. I mean, he's probably <laughs> right now. Yeah. I got one more. Let okay, me go ahead. Yeah, Dad, yeah. I'm having an allergic reaction. We need to get to the hospital. Well, let's not make any rash decisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yes. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, they're cheesy. Communism. Uh, I, I see I blow these, yes. man. I blow them all that's the time. That's all right. Because that, that's the beauty of it. Um, communism jokes aren't funny. They're not. Unless everyone gets them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good one. You gotta Sorry, I got to do another one. Okay. <laughs> Dad, if you had any superpower in the world, what would it be? I don't in, know. What? China. China. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. I don't know. I, no, I don't we, know. It's all good. I mean, there's a there's some Instagram handles I was telling Eric about that there's these two guys that usually are sitting on a dock on a lake with the backdrop of the mountains. Nice. And they're sitting there drinking coffee, and they're, the whole goal is to crack the other guy up. Okay. And they keep going back and forth with jokes until one of them breaks Just, a smile. Yeah, good. But they're like dead serious telling these jokes and they're dry and they're amazing. They're, they're funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I forget which handle it is, but people on Instagram know that know awesome. those things. Yeah. I love humor. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever topic, there can be something fun about it. So absolutely. I, I love humor. Can you share a little bit about dad camp? Yeah. yeah. So dad, dad camp is, is a ministry that has a vision to see a world mm -hmm. where every family has a great dad. 
Mm. If you just like pictured that world, if there was a world where every family had a great dad, how how different the world would be. Big time. And and so that's Dad Camp's mission is to to do what they can do. Yep. Uh, to to try to achieve that. Right. And so they do it through uh, an event weekend primarily. Uh, and and this is happening all over the world. There's there's 12 different countries that they're in currently. There's 10 different states in the United States mm-hmm. that that they they're operating in. But they do it through a dad camp weekend experience where yep. a father would bring their school age child, elementary, middle school, high school child uh, with them uh, to dad camp. And and it's not a kid camp like hey let's take your kid to camp and give them a, a thousand fun things to do. Yeah. Uh, That'll happen. The kids love it. It's probably their best weekend of the year as well uh, for the activity, but probably for the time that they're actually spending with their father. But it's it's about the dads that weekend. Mm-hmm. It's not about the kids. It's, hey, we got the dad here. We're going to create some intentional times, uh, some intentional moments. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some se- sessions in where we're teaching the fathers through whatever content's going to be delivered that year. Uh, to grow strong fathers, and because they, we know, right? We know when a father is strong, uh, a family is strong, and and that's what Dad Camp's about. Mm, I love it, and you, you have uh, been a big part of that. You've been traveling around the con- uh, around the world, frankly. Yeah, so, yeah. what countries have you been in for Dad Camp? Wow, um, the Dominican Republic, uh, Guatemala, uh, Kenya, um, Uganda, uh, Congo. Um, I think those are the ones I've personally been to, but Dad Camps, yeah, operating in in a couple other countries as well. Right, um, Portugal, uh, Northern Ireland, um, Paris. They were just in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Honduras. They've been in Honduras. Honduras. Uh, they've been in Haiti. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, Dad Camps just just thriving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here in Indiana, how many? Locations do they have? So yeah, it and started, when is it offered yeah. and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Sure, it was started Put a in, plug in in Indiana okay. uh, back in 2006. One location, uh, just just outside of Kokomo, Central Indiana. Yep. And and now through growth, they're doing dad camps in in ten different states, and there's four locations now in Indiana. Wow! And so awesome. Uh, they just wrapped up the season. It's kind of a, the camping season. It's getting into the winter here in Indiana, uh, but but. There's there's ten different states, so they're they're trying to kind of spread out their offerings mm-hmm. throughout the year versus just kind of this fall camping type of season. Kind of uh, that that end of July through October is is kind of the normal dad camp season, but now they're adding some spring events. And so uh, dadcamp.org is That's is just, a website, yeah. um, but there's a registration day that usually kicks off early spring, mm-hmm. uh, where you kind of log in and you go pick out your weekend, you sign up, and then. Registration. We used to have registration week, uh, where we okay yeah, we'd, we'd we'd promo it as registration week, but now it's kind of registration day, more like minutes. N- yes, because you told you informed yeah. me that we yeah. could sign up because Indy seven now, and it's like, yeah, you better make sure you, it opens at like I don't know what was it eight nine, or nine, nine a.m. Or yeah. nine a.m. Eastern or something, and literally the best locations were gone in minutes, and yes. so we're like, dang, Nora was on there like. Man, I'm trying to get this. And we we did Flat Rock, and it was like I think the second time you guys have been at Flat. Or maybe, no, it, that was maybe the second weekend. But oh, this up, year was our first year doing it at Flat. Doing Rock. it at Flat. Okay, okay. Yeah. And it it was amazing and awesome. It was a great experience. I really got to connect with my daughter. So huge, awesome. huge. A lot of prayer, a lot of worship, a lot of fun. 
yeah games and competition and gorilla wars gorilla wars man uh fire pits food what'd you uh, think about bible study worship all that stuff you you getting kind of fed as a father oh my gosh it was lights out amazing good amazing it was an opportunity to to be around other men and other kids but also um just to have that one-on-one time with my daughter, some, some dads had two kids there or something, but you still get these moments and you're intentional and, and just having that connection with my daughter, Indy was just amazing. I, you know, they grow up so fast and I didn't want to miss it. Sure. And, and sometimes we get caught up with the busyness of life and, and we, we don't stop and take the time and, it was that was a big, big reminder to to put keep the main thing the main thing the first thing first and your top priority should be uh, obviously following God and following sure. Jesus but then you've got your wife and then your kids and works should be a little further so back that, yeah. yeah so after that it just drove home that good yeah all the more um, I've been taught that lesson many times but I need to remind it and it was really good to have. Like she still thinks about it. Well, I got, dude, I spent a bunch of money on your swag coming no, out of that. Right I mean, yeah, that's a smart strategy. All the merch and swag it is, stuff. It is dude, cool. Dude, it's cool so swag. cool. And it's really yeah. good quality. So um, <clears throat> all, all, coming all, out yeah. of that was amazing. And it's a nonprofit. So yes, all those, all those proceeds yeah. of of selling any gear is is going to invest in dads that don't have the opportunity yeah. to maybe spend money to go to mm-hmm. something like that. So you're just... Through the support of that, you're just supporting another dad to go get stronger, to go be the best dad he can be yeah. for those dads that maybe don't have the financial resources, whether it's here in the States or somewhere around the world. So Yeah, so you're yeah. paying it forward, and it builds yeah. on itself, and I love that force of good. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was amazing, man. It was good. amazing, and we'll do it again. I'm like, well, we're going to do that, and we're going to do Fight Club, so – you know, that's, yeah, that's, those it, are your things. That's yeah. right. Those are the things. And, and, and those that don't know, Derek and I co-lead in fight club rounds, uh, in Carmel and, uh, at Northview Carmel campus. So we're, do, we're almost towards the end of that. And it's been amazing. We had like, we went from like six dudes to 24, uh, really quickly. And we hope to continue to grow it yeah. and, uh, make, see that light bulb go on as far as faith. And, and, and it's all like, Fight Club and Dad Camp are kind of interconnected, interrelated in many ways because yeah, to, you gotta you, we gotta change the hearts and minds of men, get them called up to something more than a lot of things sure. that we're doing. And we sure. all know that we could always make ourselves better, right? One percent better. And then also though, part of that big responsibility we have that you mentioned is being a dad and we speak into the lives of our kids. And, uh, that is, uh, that is a, a paramount thing to change culture, change society, mm. go America. Yes. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> you know it's, what it's, I mean? Like it's tough. Man. We've missed it. We've missed the mark. If yeah. we are honest, we've missed the mark on that. The stats show that like just the family structure and that, that nuclear family style over the years is, is diminished. Yes. And, and we just see that, that the impact the father has on, on a lot of these social ills is, is so prevalent and relevant right. uh, and, and stats show that. And so right. you've seen the degradation of the family structure within the United States. Uh, and you just see the state of how things could be and are these days. And, and, right. 
and I think fatherhood and a strong family is is a direct result of that. So yeah, we're on a mission to to try to change that, and that's really what captured my heart. I attended dad camp just as as an attendee. I took yeah. my son. I had a friend who's a pastor said, "Hey, I think you would love dad camp." <laughs> he knows me, and he knows uh-huh. I want to be a good dad. And he knows my sons. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sounds cool. All right, so let's just hey, here's an adventure. I like adventure. Sure, let me just sign up for something that I don't know much about. Mm. But I heard from a guy I trust, right? I heard from right. him. I'd love it. Uh-huh. And so, all right. So you're like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. And so just went that weekend, took my sons, and it was amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, your first dad camp experience oh, was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so I was bought in from that from that weekend on the mission behind it, kind of the intentionality behind it, kind of the the whole programming structure. They're, they're just, they've done it well. And, and so that that captured my heart. And then, mm-hmm. you know, un on one of the feedback forms at the end, it's like, hey, what what can you, you got any feedback or yeah. uh, can you help serve in any way? So I had just checked. Yeah, I, I go yeah. on mission trips, uh, you know, around the world. I'd love to just join dad camp on one. Right. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, and so they actually called and said, hey, would you like to go to uh, the Dominican? Because uh, I'd been going to the Dominican to build some homes every year. Yeah. Habitat? Uh, no, it's no, through so, uh, Homes of Hope. Homes of Hope. It's okay. A, it's a, through okay. YWAM, Youth with yeah. a Mission. It's one of their ministries, Homes of Hope. Mm-hmm. And so I've been going to the Dominican. I said, yeah, I'd love to join the Dominican. Well, then COVID happened. Our Dominican team couldn't go into the Dominican mm-hmm. based on restrictions and travel and yeah. and curfews and things like that and, and or group gatherings. And so uh, they ended up saying, hey, Dominican team, do you want to – Guatemala's letting people in. Do you want to go to Guatemala and, ah, and do some dad camps sure. uh, in May? So yeah. uh, May a couple of years ago, just after COVID. So, yep, said, sure, uh, sign me up. Uh, I'd love to just go go to Guatemala with you guys. So went uh, went to Guatemala and served alongside uh, some guys there and dads there and families there. It's just amazing. You know, I just yeah. love, I love adventure. I love seeing the world. And I've been a lot of different places. Um, not really to vacation much. I thought about that. Man, I don't <laughs> I haven't seen probably some of, some of these cool vacation spots around the world. Yeah. And, and I'm certainly happy not to go see those, but to go you yeah. know, serve well, others. Well, the work that you're doing is worth way more than yeah. your... It's been, yeah. it's been, I'm more blessed and I, yes. I love that. So, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, kind of God just was working on my heart and just another cool God moment of, of really, I'm sitting at my desk at, at Spry, mm-hmm. my, my employer now. Yeah. Uh, but this was prior to me leaving Spry. I was there for almost 10 years uh, and I'm sitting at my desk yeah. and, and I just have this thought come over my head and I don't even know why, but I just thought, am I going to be here at the end of the year? Uh-huh. Not like living on earth, but I'm sitting at my desk and I'm thinking, am I going to be here at the end of the year? I don't even know why I thought that. I wasn't looking for a new job. I, 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 I'm mm. doing well at my company. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a leader. I'm, I'm helping others. Yeah. You know, just the spot I, you know, I want to be and I think I'm gifted for. Right. And so I'm there. But then I have that thought. And not a second later, again, not a second later, yeah. my phone, I get a text from the director of dad camp saying, hey, I, I just felt called to ask, <sighs> would you ever consider joining the mm. dad camp team? Yeah. And, and so I'm like, all right, God, I see you working. Uh, yeah. So, huh. That reminds me of this seven-hour walk, yes. and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom. The thought yeah. in my phone <laughs> immediately. So, yeah. you know, so I'm like, all right, God, if you're if you're saying this, yeah. like, let me explore that. Yeah. And so kind of ventured through that conversation and, mm. and feeling and uh, over the next few months prior to that. And then, yeah, ended up having to kind of reach out and, and tell the owner of our company, uh, the owner of Spry, he's a, he's a, a good friend. 
hey, I'm, I'm going to be leaving Spry yeah. and I'm, I'm going to go work for dad camp. I, I'm not trying to leave Spry. I'm not, uh, my resume is not posted. I'm not trying to meet anybody. Right. I just felt God's calling me out yep. uh, to go work for dad camp. Um, and so mm. wanted to be obedient to that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, January of 2022 left Spry and started working for dad camp. Yeah. And, and that, and then now you're working, you kind of went through that yeah, process and now kind of full circle back at Spry. Sure. What is Spry? Tell me just yeah, a little Spry, bit about that. Yeah. Spry, what we would and say And what you is, do there. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our company itself, uh, we're a brand optimization partner. We, we help companies kind of yep. market, market and manage their brand. Mm-hmm. And we say with absolute efficiency. So we're trying to streamline operations, mm-hmm. vendor consolidation, anything a company might use around their brand, whether it's a physical piece, a digital piece, uh, anything that they're going to be doing that has their logo, their name on it, that can be touched or, or seen. Yeah. Uh, we can help streamline those operations uh, from producing those pieces mm-hmm. or delivering those pieces. Uh, and then what I get to do there, though, is yes. I don't have much client interaction. Right. I have people interaction. I'm our chief people officer. Right. And head so, of culture. Yeah, head of culture uh, and, and our, our people. And so I get mm-hmm. to love on our people well is, is how I like to say mm. it. So, uh, Well, people... Great organizations understand putting their people first. That's where that's the true asset. That's sure. the true innovation. Yep. That's yep. the that's the whole point of why we're here. It's not necessarily the product. The product's a byproduct of the people c- creating and actually executing on that. Yeah. So it's like I don't know why companies treat their people like trash. Yeah, just a number. Just or a number. A or, yeah. yeah, and all yeah. of that. And then it's like you got this culture that's toxic and kudos, like a cesspool yeah. of junk. Yeah. And it's like, what's the point in that? Miserable people show up, they're terrible, you know, they're terrible. Everybody's they're, terrible and they go home and they're, you think they're happy with their, their mission in life. And then they treat their kids and families like great. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it really doesn't make sense. Does it No. So that's the, the beauty of Spry. So while we're helping businesses, I get to help my, my clients or my customers are all of our staff. And mm-hmm. we're not a huge organization. We're about 75 staff right yeah. now, uh, certainly on a growth a growth uh, trajectory. And so we keep we, we keep adding. We've probably doubled in staff over the last two years, yeah. really. And so it's just a perfect time to – and kudos to our owner, right? He's he's He knows he wants to care about his people and not be one of those owners that's like, I don't care who you are, chew you up, spit you out, produce, yeah. produce, produce. produce. Uh, while, you know, he's, he, he's growing a business and, and there's something to that. Right. And he's using it and he wants to use it in, in a kingdom, kingdom type mi- of way. Yeah, yeah. kingdom minded way. And so, and, uh, he's like, Hey, you're gifted at this. I, I see this in you as an individual that cares about others and, yeah. and can do that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so would you join the team in that, in that manner, in that fashion? And so, yeah, I, I'd been our director of operations for, for kind of the first five years of my yeah. time there. But then as we started to grow, we knew there had to be a focus now on our people. We've we've grown and this entrepreneurial spirit it really pushed through uh, some barriers and mm. and along the way now it's like ah oh, man we can't forget about our people here right and he, Derek you're good at that yeah can, can you can you help lead that within the organization yeah he recognized that so yeah so I've been I get to do that now and that's just an amazing amazing kind of absolutely area to be in. Um, and just, 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 I got to say this in hearing about a company that ru- is run that way by management makes 
business owners like myself and a whole bunch of other business owners goes, yeah, I want to work with them. Sure. Because that, that usually follows, that carries on and follows through throughout the organization. Yeah. And it's ethical, moral, yeah. high character business practices. Uh, yeah. You almost you know? said half of our values. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did, no, you, no, you really did. Uh, and so <laughs> that's just who, but, but we're not doing that. Honestly, we're not doing that to draw clients. Well, in. no, no what you said actually is a kingdom minded business. Yeah. That's, that's bigger than itself and bigger than everybody there. And it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that, that can't just be said tongue in cheek. That's like, you got to live that out. Yeah. We feel, I feel like, I don't care if you stay with Spry for two weeks, two months, 20 years. I want you, when you walk in the door, my heart behind what I get to do mm -hmm. is when you walk in the door, I want you to, whenever you decide to leave Spry, whether, you know, it's, you're going to retire there or if it's a short, a short tenure, I just want you to become a better person per yeah. personally and professionally. Right. And when you, when, when you stepped in, if we're not doing that, yeah. then what are we doing? Uh, you know, why, a, yeah. why aren't we investing in our God? You know, the Bible's like, love God. Right. Right. And, and I think we try to do that. I try to do that, yep. but then love others. So that's loving people. Yeah. Those are the two greatest commandments. That's right? right. So if we can't, if we're not doing that, then, then what are we really doing? So that's right. And then, we, so what we do as a business though, we feel like we get to help businesses. Right. They can have an impact. They get to make an impact. We, we're doing something good for other businesses where then they can go impact their communities. They can focus their time, attention, resources on their people as well. So we right. try to provide a service that's helping other businesses be well-suited to, to make an impact. And That's right. And it's reciprocal in that way, in a positive way, not a negative spiral or negative feedback loop. So it's like uh, you can impact uh, – they have to go get those services somewhere, sure, because they got to do them for the for the for their business. Normal operate, yeah, yeah. Normal operating procedures. You got to go and do some things like marketing and stuff. Yep. Well, if you're out there and you're looking and you're like, well, which marketing firm am I going to work with? I would much rather if I hear the story, hear some of this, I'd be like, I, I'm definitely going to give them a call and look at what is it that they're doing and why do I want to work with them? Because it's about a relationship, sure. You know, and so Indie Pod Lab did you know, meet with some of the people over yeah, at Spry and yeah. we're beginning our startup process and getting going. And so we have big ideas, big vision, and you can't go anywhere without setting goals and planning sure. and, and, and stretch goals like 10,000 for a beard. Now it's 50. Yeah. Dude, you started out by saying a thousand. I know. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like that's what God does. I think if you put your faith, hope and trust in him and you focus on him and you don't take your eyes off of him, yeah. Like we all do. We're all guilty. We all sin. We all fall short. Sure. We all look away. We all do all kinds of things. But we all but if we just continue to help each other out, love God, love others, yeah. and point each other back to Jesus, man, it, it he changes everything. Everything. And and we're able to uh make a better impact in our community and do ethical, solid, good business. And people find happiness and uh, more exactly. than happiness, it's joy in their career path and their career decisions. You bet. Yeah. Right? We're so, yeah. I'm so, I'm me personally, but yeah. just surprise an organization or, or what we're certainly excited for Indie pod labs and, and how, well, thank you. Yeah. How it's going to take off and, and really uh, yeah. become a blessing to probably so many others. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, all right. So we've covered some ground. Yeah. Okay. So now's the part where we talk about favorites. Okay. This is like the the closing. I always like to ask, what's your favorite thing? What are you, Ooh. what's your like favorite streaming, favorite 
you know, something that's going on right sure. now? Is it a event, a concert? Are you going to Taylor Swift? Is that your favorite? I'm just, I'm it just kidding, not, guys. Yeah. I, this, that's nah. a joke. It's seriously, I, I don't see you doing that <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, but yeah, right, maybe I would. I, I mean, but I'm a girl dad, so you know, someday, I mean, you'll be there. Uh, be, uh, yeah, because the other day I heard the girls saying like singing some song, and it was a Taylor Swift song, and I'm like, where'd you guys hear that? Because you know, on the radio or yeah. something like in the car, and I forget what it was. I don't even know. I wouldn't song. have any Dude, clue. <laughs> there's <laughs> so I'm like a drastically different environment with sure. the girl dad situation. So uh, yeah, what's I, your I, favorite though? Like what's a favorite that you maybe you and Holly for streaming or music? Streaming music, food, is there restaurants, anything? Yeah. Other yeah. than the Bible and sure. Loving God. I, I'm, I'm so, I, again, yeah. I try to be simple, right? Yeah. Faith, right. Faith. So that's a big part. Yeah, family. Faith, family. I come from a big family. I had I had I have five brothers. I, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have had, five brothers. if I had a girl, oh, dude. I, I'm You're, lost. That, so I, I, well, that was me. I, I admired, I, I admire guys that have girls uh, because I wouldn't have known what to do. I would, I'd still be lost, I think. I, so. I looked at Nora. I remember looking at her going like, oh, we're having a girl and I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm oh, like, man. I don't know how to be a, a dad, girl dad. There's literally like I, I don't know. I I counted it up before, and so my no, I don't want to embellish, but I literally would say this because it's probably even expanded more. Yeah. There's been now. There's two. My nephew just had a baby three months ago. He's a Gillum. Yeah. He yeah, just had Gillum. a baby three okay. months ago, yeah. and it was a daughter. That was Whew. the second. <laughs> that's only the second girl Gillum born in. The last it used to be 80, 80 some years. Now what? it's, it's got to be over a hundred years. What? There's only been two girls. No, Gillum's born. That's yeah, that's incredible. All guys, all of my wow, brothers, and man. all of my older brothers, boys, boys, Jeez, boys. Bro. I have boys, uh, and then now my oldest brother, his son, had a boy, and so so I what actually, do you what do you eat? Like what? It, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know I'm what just it is. Kidding. That makes that because the guy so Dick Stacy's, yeah. you know, like I don't know what it is. My brother, okay, four girls. Ah, wow. Brent, two girls. I got one son though. He's in heaven. Sure. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I'm sitting here looking at our, my brother and I. We're like, well, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know, what do we do? And I, if it, I had here's secret, here's I what my brother. This yeah. is my brother and I's conversation via you know text and teams and stuff as well. I guess our, we got to be the guys that are cleaning our guns when these girls get yeah, married, and yeah. then ha and those those dudes that are gonna marry our girls, um, we're gonna be fathers, like adopted yes. fathers to them. That's awesome. Yeah, and then we're like we were talking, having some bourbon and stuff, and saying, well, maybe, maybe they'll all just have boys. Yeah, and then we'll be like. Super grandpas, dude. Because awesome. yes, getting the boys, yeah, yeah, getting, getting the boys, getting the boys in that next yeah. generation, yeah. you know. So that was our hope. Go ahead. Now, good. I was yeah. just gonna say, my youngest brother now, they're they're pregnant, right? Ah, so right. I had the, cool. I had the honor. You could to, say that, right? You can say that on the thing. Yes. Okay. They're pregnant. Have to edit that. I, sometimes I say he's pregnant, <laughs> and people I know get that, but now I think people hear that no, these days could be confused. They about could. That, they they would be really like really. Yeah. I, he, yeah. They're <laughs> pregnant, and and so if I say <laughs> he's pregnant, but it's yeah, his wife is is of course carrying the baby, and uh, it's, <laughs> they don't know what it's going to be. Okay. They don't know what it's going to. They be. don't know. Well, are they going to find out beforehand? No, they're not. No, they're not. They're going to wait. So is there going to be a big prank like, oh, it's a girl? And I then do it, on March first. Oh, so, okay. And guess what? What next year is leap year. So 
Really? It could oh, be could be February 29th. Ooh, that would be. So that'd be that, crazy, yeah. man. That'd be that, that's that'd a be cool, fun. unique thing. It, it would uh, about about. A I hope it happens. So. Well, I hope it health yeah. is what happens. Of course, health, yeah. So so far it's so good. Uh, we're actually gonna. Uh, my birthday's next week. Yeah. And tonight we're going to dinner uh, with my brother and, right and his wife, and we're okay. gonna go do an escape room. I don't know. If oh you, you yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That, that could be a favorite. That could that be. Could You've be never done it. I've done a lot. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. I love them. So that okay. So. Favorites are faith, family, friends, and baseball. Baseball, Braves, Atlanta Braves. Braves. The A Braves, man. Yes, and not because they're good this year or, or last year or the year before, but a <laughs> but whole because life. because they were good in the '90s and Turner, Warner, whatever had them on TV yes, all the Ted time. Ted Turner, Ted Turner yep. had them on TBS. You know, TV, yeah, you could watch them on TV anywhere in night. the nation. Yes, which was insane to watch that that Atlanta franchise yeah. from the '90s, which. Um, was insanely good. In, it, Dean yeah. Hartgraves was from my hometown. He pitched in the 97 World Series All with right. him. His locker was between uh, Greg Maddox and uh, John Smoltz. I wish. Yeah, that's, and do you, here's a funny story that Dean shared with us in high school because he went to our high school. He said, he said one time when he was a rookie or, or whatever, and he made, he was on like rookie on the Atlanta squad. He made the starting sure. line, all this stuff. There was. A time these guys play pranks on each other all the time, and it's known like they have a history. They're, they're yeah. like one of the best pranksters to each other. Yeah. Well, they took all his luggage, so he had to. <laughs> and then the only thing they allowed him to wear because that's all he had to wear. Otherwise, he'd be naked. Like uh, they had, they said you got to take off your clothes. You got to wear women's clothes through the airport. Oh wow! And they walked in high heels that's through the funny. air. They made him do that. That's good. And I was like, what? That's good. Yeah, you wouldn't do that these days. Well, I guess you could. He might have just done it himself <laughs> these days. Yeah, that's good. So I mean, I, I mean, love pranks. Yeah. yeah, I love pranks, and as long as you're not hurting somebody physically. Yeah, or they're then, yeah, yeah, or at the expense of someone else, like hurting yeah, them that yeah. way. Good, but good, honest, fun, good humor. Yeah, yeah. This week. At work, I had a friend at work. I walk back into my office uh-huh. and I just hear this cricket chirping. <laughs> I don't even know a cricket. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. And I'm like, where is this cricket at? Yeah. And he had actually stood on my desk, put a cricket chirping, a fake cricket chirping up in my ceiling tile. Are you? That's yeah. money. So he's, oh, that's yeah. so good. I love, I love good pranks. So that's that, a that good was one. one that came Okay, so that's a favorite. Yeah. That's good to know. I, now I know we, I can prank Derek. Can pr- yeah. I can really prank But I'll it. get you back. Because yeah. I like pranks too. I'll get you back. Yeah. Okay, good. Pranks and scaring people. That's April, April, I like to scare April people. April Fool's Day is a favorite day uh, in my <laughs> life. Uh, and so I just told somebody, that, are, are you serious? Like April Fool's Day is not now. It's like in six months. So... Uh, but April Fool's Day is always always big. One of the one of the fun ones uh, mm-hmm. we've done recently is is we put my buddy's Honda Civic. Uh, uh, well, it was I guess two or three years ago when Craigslist was really kind of a, a fully function. Now it's probably Facebook Marketplace. Right, which we could do the same thing almost. Yeah. But yeah. We put it on Craigslist, his Honda Civic, <laughs> for five hundred bucks, and put his phone number there. <laughs> and within an hour, he probably had two hundred phone calls. <laughs> We put it like so cheap. It's this great model, so cheap. And he actually, he, he's the the owner of Spry. He's, he's so he's in these business meetings and his phone's just blowing up. Why are he comes out of his office? Why are people calling me about my Honda Civic? Who did it? Oh, and it was so good. It was so. So he ended up kind of turning off his phone. He changed his voicemail and 
to say, <laughs> if you're calling about the Honda Civic, it's not for sale. This guy has one for, and he thought it was this. He thought it was a friend named Cliff. Yeah. And he gave Cliff's Cl- number. Oh, shoot. And so people started calling. Oh, but it wasn't no. Cliff. It, it was us. It was, it was so good. Yeah. It was good. It was a good one. So if you're ever trying to prank somebody, oh, put their that, car on, on an auction on, website. On Facebook yeah. market. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really cheap. And, and oh. it was fun. Oh. So. what I could drive by your house and put a for sale sign on your car. And <laughs> my neighbor did that. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. Yeah, my neighbor did that. The the postman rolls up. I don't even know what's on my car. Yeah, uh, I I had a, a Chevy. I have a Chevy Tahoe. Yeah, and so the postman rolls up, puts yeah. the puts the mail in the mailbox, and he goes, "How much are you asking for your Tahoe?" I'm like, what are you, <laughs> talking, what are you about? talking about? He goes, "Yeah," and so I turned around and I looked, and there's a for sale <laughs> sign on my Tahoe. He goes, "I'll pay you a thousand bucks just for the engine." And I'm like, and I knew exactly who it, it was. Our neighbor. It was your neighbor. Yeah, I knew exactly Dude, who it was. Awesome. So. I told him I'm going to put a for sale sign in his front yard. Oh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm dude! List his house, dude. Somewhere. He'd be getting ca- all cash yes, offers. Like, yes. no. I want to get him, dude. I'm get, get him. That's a great idea. Great idea. And he's, you know, the, the sports I love. IU, and he's from Kentucky. He went to UK, so he, you know, there's some sort of rivalry there. So yeah, Eric's uh, doing thumbs down yeah, on that. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Yeah, yeah. So. so one of my favorites. Yeah, Roll Tide. Alabama. We got Bama, yes. got Bama in the house over here, wow. and uh, good. good, yeah. I'm a. Let's see. So, the Chosen series is something mm. that I love. I talk about Nora, and I really love that. But other favorites that I've got, I love the Oakland A's. Okay, don't judge. No, Oakland A's man. Matt Olson, he's a brave, yeah. but he came from the A's. Yeah, so. and I and I'll always call them the Oakland A's, like not the Las Vegas A's. Like oh, LV, right. yeah, dude. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna be like, Oakland. Are they moving o- already, or there's? It's gonna be they're si- building. Now, they're right? building now. Yeah. It's a. It's gonna be gorgeous. It's gonna it be amazing. Be cool, yeah. But I'm gonna. The A's are like, the team now. My brother's a Giants fan, and that's that's like, Cain and Abel, yeah, man. You can't, like, yeah. dude, you cannot. Yep. Battle of the Bay, you cannot ever like, like yeah, Chicago, yeah, White Sox and Cubs, yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, when I was in college, college San Mateo, my first year, we would drive, my roommate and I would drive across the bay and watch the Billy Bean A's play because awesome. it was that era. I was yeah. there in uh, 2000. Oh, wow. So it was like that 99, 2000 era. Then we were at those games. And um, I'll never forget being there like opening day against the Yankees at Network Associates Coliseum. There's like packed out not a place to stand yeah. 60,000 people wow. just in Andy Pettit on the mound and we snuck That's down cool. to be yeah. right at the yeah. third base and we're in the mix and you know we weren't I wasn't a Christian then I was sure. doing, we were doing stuff we shouldn't have been sure. and all that but we were it was a lot of fun um and then San Francisco 49ers I love all the right. Niners so I love mm. the A's the Niners and always will I'm out here in the Midwest so it's really fun to really Talk about sure the West Coast teams and there's oh, the bias to West Coast and all Growing this stuff. Up, they were my team on Super Tech Mobile and the Nintendo. Oh yeah, John was, dude, was, was the, the 49ers. 49ers. I mean, yeah, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. You could stand in one end zone. I know. And throw it a hundred yards to the other end zone. How is that and possible? Jerry Rice, he would catch it. The developers were geniuses. <laughs> I love yeah. them. Whoever created it yep. in Silicon Valley, like we're gonna create some built-in bias here. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I love baseball, football, and basketball. And uh, Caitlin Clark, over dude, she's ins- dude, she's insane. Yeah, like I say that because I got to rep the girls, girl ball, right? Sure. And 
that she's like the greatest player I've ever seen in women's basketball. I mean, just insane. Yeah, forty-four yeah, last night. Yeah, like what? Like how do you do that? She's amazing. Yeah, and Messi in soccer is insane too, like that. So we got. I, I just love sports, so I'm trying to catch up on that in sure. between things and try to stay up where I put my head down during COVID and didn't pay attention much. Yeah. And I came out of that, and I'm finding a love for it as I'm coaching some soccer and the girls are starting to get into basketball and all of that type of stuff. So I just love being a dad and yep. really getting into some things that, you know, that I, I like. I actually like to do yeah, and, and be active. And so um, – yeah, so that that's like my favorite, and then I do lo- I do like watching Yellowstone, even though it's not necessarily. It's yeah, you it's know, a, I, just, you I I figure anything that I can kind of tune into, I could probably learn something or or yeah. find some. So I, I bet some of that kind of is the realistic picture of what what occurred there, right? Yeah, kind of the, that tension there of right. of the land and kind of hey, everybody sees this land now and and wants a piece of it, and mm-hmm. and yeah, you know that that cowboy rancher mentality is is certainly a different one than what you might get right in the midwest or or in from a big city so and that's what built america the red white and blue right here right it's not a perfect nation but it is a good one sure and it's the best one around as far as freedom yeah so hopefully we can all collectively work together and go that direction but also go north right (laughs) to jesus so yeah freedom's found there for sure for sure yeah so to wrap up I heard your favorites. It's all good. You heard some of mine. I just really appreciate the time, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. You're just man. I just love seeing you <laughs> and what you're doing and, and getting to know you uh, over this time where we've run across our paths with crossed has, mm-hmm. has certainly been a joy. And uh, I don't know if I, I certainly probably don't tell you enough. I don't. I don't. Uh, tell my wife probably enough either. Mm. Uh, so it's probably a, you yeah. know a flaw that I need, but just to, to build you up and encourage you is mm. man way to be just a great dad, way to be a great leader, way mm. to be a great, just human. Uh, when I hear your heart and how you're interacting and, mm. and what you're doing, uh, just well done. Kudos, man. So great job. Keep it up. Well, thank you. You bet. Yeah, I will. I'll, uh, I'll just keep doing my best head down, working yeah. hard, man. You're doing great. Yeah. Well, we, like you said earlier, uh, you said something. Well, and when you said, am I going to be here? at the end of the year. Sure. So something that goes on my mind quite a bit is like, how do we live our lives? You know, we don't, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything that I can, um, and do that the best of my ability and, uh, try to stay focused on the main thing, especially now that I've learned some major valuable lessons, I've gone through a lot of hard stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, to hear that is like the ultimate compliment. So and it's humbling and I'm just going to keep doing that. And I hope that, uh, other guys see that and can keep doing it too, just like you are. And yeah. you encourage me yeah. the same way you're, you're encouraging me back. Like, like I'm encouraging sure. you and vice versa. So it's just a beautiful thing, man. So thanks right for on. being here. Thanks for being on Foster and friends. I'm glad I'm a friend, dude, you are. And you well, know what you're going to yeah. get? You're going to, I always give my guests something and yes, this hopefully is a, it's well, brave season tickets. It is not. Ah. Um, it is <laughs> the next best thing. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, it, <laughs> dude, I did not expect okay, that. Right, no. That was funny because it's like, well, that would be sweet if I could do yeah, that. So yeah. give me money. I'll just give season tickets to people. And that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be yeah. sweet, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> um, but do you, I think you like to grill. 
I do. You do? I do. And do you like St. Elmo's seasoning? Oh, I love it. Okay. So there's like, there's a kit <laughs> okay. of a whole bunch of great seasonings and stuff that St. Elmo's is local, right? Man, it's so good. Yeah. Great steakhouse. If you've yes. never been there, it's an old one. It's downtown. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And they've got a kit of all kinds of seasonings and stuff that awesome. I'm going to get you. And it's going to be, it well, gonna, I already have, it's in my checkout. Okay. I just need to ship it yeah. to you. So that's what you Add get. I don't have it with me. Okay. But I am plugging them because check them out. Hopefully. Uh, it's so good. Let me just plug yeah, the, the pl- shrimp yeah. cocktail there, too. Oh, that's please. That's my favorite. It's world For famous. anybody that has never been there, what you have to do is order the shrimp cocktail, take a piece of shrimp. Get as much, much like as like much. Use it as an ice cream scoop almost. Get as much of that <laughs> horseradish sauce. Yeah, uh, it's and then just, so good. Just take the full bite, and your life will never be the same. It's like that moment you get a call. Like it's, it's yeah, it's 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 <laughs> it's so it's good. Something you will never forget. It, it is. If you if you it just is. try to dab, like stick a, your pinky toe in there. Yeah, meh, yeah, yeah. That's that's just not. Living on the edge a little bit, so yeah. just take as much as you can, pop that in there, and and you're good and to then go. and then just let it marinate on your tongue, yeah. and in your mouth. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. It's awesome. Right. So yeah. Saint Elmo's coming your way. Awesome. All right, dude. Well, again, thank you, you're and uh, that concludes the show, bro. Appreciate it. All right, man. Come over for uh, steak sometime. We will. Yeah, I will. Right. Cook for me. Right. <laughs> Ribeye, medium. Okay. Medium. I can do that. Okay. All right. See ya. Thanks, Brent. All opinions expressed by me, my co-hosts, or my guests are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Northbound Wealth Management or the Northbound Wealth Podcast. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment, tax, or legal advice or as a solicitation to offer or buy any securities. Clients of Northbound Wealth Management LLC may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this Foster and Friends podcast show.